Greetings, listeners. Welcome back to Space Cowboys, a Roswell, New Mexico podcast here on purefandom.com. Of course, we're talking about the hit CW series. I am Liz Prue, joined by my co-host, Meg Bonnie. Hello. I'm so excited. It's almost back. I know. It's, it's been so long for the podcast, not so long for us, which is, you know, hashtag blessed that we were able, the last two weekends, we have spent with each other. And for those of you that are new, we do not live in the same state. So we, um, this has been a really nice last couple of weeks outside of the, you know, coronavirus, of course. Mm -hmm. Um, we went to, uh, the SCAD ATV Fest where we chatted with Karina McKenzie, the showrunner of Roswell, New Mexico, as well as some of the cast members, um, and some other fun TV shows too. So check out purefandom.com for those breakdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last weekend, it wasn't related to pure fandom at all. We just went to Chicago and drank and went to a barcade, played arcade games after Clorox wiping them down, of course. Um, it was good times. Yes. It was, ni- it was a nice little um, break before our, our social distancing, mm-hmm. which we are now mm-hmm. doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, <laughs> plus side, we have TV. We have podcasts. We have all these things to fill our day. Exactly. So, yeah. I think we should talk about what happened last season because that was like a minute ago. Yeah. I. Uh, so you went ahead and watched the last couple episodes. Oh, I watched the whole season you again. Watched the, you watched the whole season mm-hmm. again. Um, so give us the tea. Give us the refresher. What happened at the end of season one? Okay. Tea time. I love it. Let's do it. So Kyle has learned that Sergeant Maines pushed his dad into a cell with an alien that could give you tumors. And that's how his dad died. He went to buy a gun to kill Maines. And I don't know if you guys remember that scene, but it was rewatching it. I think because there was so much else going on. Rewatching that scene was amazing. Like, mm-hmm. it's so good. If you have a chance to rewatch it, I highly suggest it. If you're going to watch anything of season one again before it starts, watch that scene. Trevino train, woo woo. So he does not get a gun. He does confront Means and he shoots him up with barbiturates and puts him into a medically induced coma. And in another part of the episode, he also kind of talks to Liz about knowing that Rose is his sister. So that's going to be a thing that they talk about, obviously, because we know what happens. Right. Um, it, Isabel watched her brother, like Thor, kill her husband. And even though she has all that complex grief and anger, um, I think there's just going to be a lot of processing with her. And she ends the season learning how to hone her alien abilities because she, like, blows up a vase or vase, depending who you are. Isabel would say vase. I I believe so. I believe so. (laughs) Um, And then after the events at Caulfield Prison, um, Michael's ready for some normal. He's ready to kick it a a little more easy, easy living. And his hand is healed, and he just wants to play guitar and make out with Maria. And so that's what he does. And Alex is still processing his family's role in all of the alien drama. And he also finally confronts why he left Michael and why he joined the military and why he kind of left Roswell um, back in the day. And he ends the season sitting and waiting for Michael to return, which is a little heartbreaking because we know what Michael's up to. A little smoochy smooch. And we all know what goes on with Rosa and Max and Liz. Rosa's back from the dead. Max is super dead. 
And Liz is like super happy, but like super devastated all at once. So lots of mixed emotions going on there. That was a lot. Yeah. Lots, lots to unpack. Yeah. Lots to unpack. Okay. So let's go in and talk about the trailer that was just released last week. So we can kind of match that up with how the season ended, talk some theories. And then what we're going to do, what do you think? Maybe we kind of like, uh, weave in all of the little steamy mini spoilers we got from the SCAD ATV Fest. Absolutely. That's, that sounds great, Liz. Let's just do that. Okay. Let's do that. Let's do it. Um, let's talk about the obvious first. Okay. So Rosa in the trailer, of course, is very confused. She's like, oh my God, Liz, you look different. Well, she's like 10 years older. Um, but let's just, let's just put this here. Janine Mason, if that woman ages, I, I, I just don't believe it. She's like, she's up there with like Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Lopez, all the other beautiful Jennifers who just, I mean, that woman. Gore. Does not age. That does not age. She's a vampire. That's a side note. Mm-hmm. But Rosa is super confused. Um, when we spoke with Karina at SCAD TV Fest, she talked about how Liz, of course, will be stepping into, you know, kind of the big sister role. You know, like she's dealt with a lot of shit, like her sister's death, her entire 20s, um, almost entire 20s. Uh, it's going to be definitely a new dynamic between the two. And I think it'll be super interesting because Rosa and Liz, to me, it seemed like it wasn't the typical um, kind of like, well, I, I, I don't think typical is the right word. Their sisterly dynamic wasn't always like Rosa does the right thing and Liz looks up to her. Like Liz looked up to her because she, it, she was her big sister, but Liz was always kind of the responsible one. So couple that with the fact that now she is technically the older one thus more wise has lived um a lot more adult experiences than rosa has it's going to i think that'll be very very frustrating on both of their ends outside of the fact that rosa is like back to life or out of a egg coma whatever oh yeah and i think even just not counting the fact that like we know that rosa is technically the older sister there's going to be a big maturity gap too because of the point when she died. And like you said, how much life Liz has you know, lived. Um, she's just got a lot more experience under her belt and just general maturity. So it's going to be interesting to see how Rosa handles the problems and like addressing, you know, even just the, the drug usage and things like that, that I'm sure they're going to talk about. Cause we know that was a big thing for Liz to, you know, wrap her head around in season one. And I think it's also going to be really interesting, which another thing that was um, brought up by Trevino when we were at SCAT ATV Fest, that he kind of gets in on the sister drama because that's his sister too. So it's, there's going to be just another layer of complexity with all of like the sibling drama going on and how she still will look at them as younger than her and like how that's going to play knowing that she's not like watching her kind of come to terms with all the life that she has you know missed out on you know what we didn't talk about at scat atv fest or really get a glimpse 
into from the trailer was Maria's dynamic with Mm -hmm. Rosa and what that will look like. I'm super interested to see her role there. You know, will she be more of um, like a mediator, like someone that's going to try and bring both perspectives to light. So that way, you know, some of the animosity that is probably going to come about between Rosa and Liz um, because Maria, you know, she's, she has her psychic abilities, which we'll talk about here in a minute and how they're going to play into that more. But she's very in tune to people's like auras and feelings. And, um, that gives her such like a calming presence and for her to, you know, to be able to kind of like sit back and understand things before she takes action on them. So I, I, I'm excited to see how, how she plays out in season two because Karina did say, you know, we're going to see a lot more of Maria and her abilities, how it connects to the aliens. If it does at all. Um, that's something that I don't, I can't remember if we talked about in our last podcasts, plural podcasts, because we talk about Maria a lot and have a lot of theories about her. What if she's not connected to the aliens at all? And it's just like a whole other supernatural ish going on. You know, that could be super interesting, too, that not only do we need to dive more into the alien mythology, but, you know, there's like a super, maybe what if there's a supernatural element here on Earth that has nothing to do with the aliens, but is affected by the aliens and their powers? That's a good point. I do love that we'll get to see more Maria, and they even kind of hint at that in the trailer, um, that they'll go into more of like her family stuff when they talked about um, her mom possibly being abducted. I thought that for them to highlight that in the trailer when they don't even show Maria, Mm -hmm. I feel like that's going to be an important point too. And another thing to remember in season one is that necklace that she wore had that flower that had that pollen, which was like alien weakening. Like it didn't, it doesn't kill them. Like for vain, for. Yeah. um, Yeah. The whole like. People. Yeah. Yes. So. That I think that's going to be thing, and Liz knows that now. Like she knows that Maria has that flower, and she's kind of made a connection. So I feel like we're going to get a lot more on the Deluca family and how they play into all of this. So I think that'll be interesting. I'm excited to see that, and I'm excited to see just more Maria in general, mm-hmm. and knowing that she was Rose's best friend, and Liz was just kind of like also her friend. They kind of made it clear that her and Rosa were like BFFs first. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see how that, even just like the friend dynamic of that changes because we've really seen Liz and Maria settle into this like friendship. I mean, they're besties. The they're like mm-hmm. adult besties. And yeah. in some ways, you know, that's, I mean, not, to, you know, not to put our age out there, Meg, but we are in, we are not that far off from the age range of these, the people in the show. You know, we're in our early thirties. And would you say that, some of the friendships that you develop, you know, in your late twenties, early thirties are, I mean, they're different than of course, when you're 18, but they're a lot stronger in my, like for me, you know, they're a lot more meaningful and stronger because they are friendships based on what my life is now. Mm-hmm. You know, and you so have to have kids. You don't just keep friendships just for the sake of keeping Yeah. Them. It's not just people you see every day in high school. It's exactly people you have to like make time for because you got a lot of shit going on. Right. And not to, I mean, and not to say that um, Rosa and Maria didn't have this 
still don't have this pure, genuine, amazing friendship and that it wasn't as gr- meaningful as, you know, a relationship could be now in, in their older years, but older meaning late twenties, early thirties, those grandmas, you know, right. Those grandmas, us grandmas <laughs> over here. But you know, I just, I'm, I'm curious, like you said, to see how it plays out. Like, you know, are they going to, are Liz and, um, Maria going to look at Rosa like, okay, like with eyes rolling, like really, this is what you're worried about. And then, you know, that, that tension will kind of trickle, but it'll, it'll be interesting. Agreed. I'm also really excited to see how Isabel and Rosa are going to interact because in Rosa's eyes, she had a relationship, like a, I don't know if you'd call it a friendship, but some sort of like mm-hmm. relationship with Isabel. She didn't know the whole story that it was actually Noah. So it's going to be, and she knows that her husband was like obsessed with Rosa now. So it, I kind of, yeah, I want to see how that shakes out. It's going to be interesting. Well, grief makes people horny. And the fact that Isabel's going to be grieving, like, you know, her husband who betrayed her, you know, even though he was a bad guy, like she's going to grieve from that, you know, like she has to process it. And then Max is also dead. And then that look she was serving at the funeral, mm-hmm. I'd be fine with Isabel and Rosa just having some, like, I came back from the dead. Two of the most important people of my life just died. Like, go Let's out. bang it out. Yeah. Let's do it. I love that idea. And we did learn from the, in our last podcast, we talked about one of the characters identifying, um, in Karina's tweets, she had said, one of the characters identifies as straight and then but not at the end of the season. So I feel like we're going to see someone discover something about themselves mm-hmm. within the season. And I'm excited about that. I love well, it. I love that we spent all this time not talking about how Max is super dead. So I know. Like, I'm talking about we're, everything we're, else. We're saving the best for last. <laughs> but one more thing on Isabel and Rosa. Mm-hmm. So what I also think would be amazing about them getting together is that, you know, Isabel is this, you know, she's a caretaker. Like she is the nurturer in her relationships. We saw that with Noah. We saw that with her brothers. And Rosa's in a position where she's going to need that, whether she, you know, is seeking it or not, like she's going to need it. And then on the other end, you know, Isabel needs someone to put her in check, right? Like she Mm -hmm. can get on this she can get on that path where it's like, no, I know what's right and I'm going to do it and blah, blah, blah. Rosa's not someone to be like, no, hold on a minute. You know, just to kind of, you, you need that, that nice little balance, you know, that, that kind of yin and yang type deal. And so just what we know about their personalities separate from being romantic with each other, I think that it would be for, it would make it for a very interesting pairing. I agree. And like, Amazing like pairing. you said, um, Isabel, she lost her husband and she lost Max. I and mean, those mm-hmm. were her people. Now she's without her quote unquote person. And Rose is, I think, going to feel a little alienated from her old life. So yeah, I feel like now make out. Yeah. I'm making my hands kiss. Mm-hmm. Rosa. Rosa and Isabel. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, we'll say, we'll save Max for last. What else do we have to talk about before we talk about Max? Um, uh, Sheriff, Sheriff Valenti is okay. getting all up in the mix and, right. you know, we need to call in Matt Donovan who will just turn a blind eye to the situation. 
because Sheriff Valenti is like, no, no. Like, here's this dead guy who got clearly, like, zapped with lightning. Also, like, where's Max? And also, <laughs> yeah, like, um, side note, where's Deputy who, like, disappeared? And then his partner, too, she left. She moved to, like, Ohio. So, like, who's who are the cops? Like, who's going to handle anything? Because um, we've really only seen the two of them. It seems like, you know, small town doesn't have a lot of cops. So I feel like Sheriff Lent is going to be all up in everything. Oh, yeah. Like, hello. Yeah, I wonder, like, if Kyle is going to be okay lying to his mama. Because they're probably going to tell him everything. Because he's Dr. Kyle. Well, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, she knew about the affair. Yes. Yes. So I think it's safe to say she either won't be very surprised about Rosa or she, did she already know about Rosa? I can't remember. See, I don't know if she knew that wrote, so I'd have to like rewatch it really specifically because I don't remember that episode, but I know she knew that there was something going on mm-hmm. with Liz's mom. Um, I don't know if she knows that there's a baby or if the baby is Rosa, you know? I don't think she'll be surprised there was a baby. I think she'll be surprised that the baby is an 18-year-old brought back from the dead. Mm-hmm. But... Mm-hmm. A zombie, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Um, before we talk about the whole Max thing, uh, we don't know a lot about what's going on with Malik's fans other than the fact that there is going to be like 20 times as many Malik scenes this season as there was last season. Yes. Bless. Thank you, Karina and Co. Um, it's it's gonna be. We're we're not saying they're all gonna be the scenes that maybe we want to see mm-hmm. as fans, but they're gonna be the scenes that we are given, and we will take it. Like honestly, if if we could just like manifest our thoughts into an episode, mm-hmm. it would just be everyone kissing at different points, yeah. and then maybe some different music. For sure. So like, obviously, we want that story, and we want to see the development of a friendship between them because they've had this like little mini friendship. Then it went to like this little cute, like let's play guitar. And then it like freaking tragedy. <laughs> and then he's like, bye, you know? So they never really got to have just like, let's get to know each other and have a little normal, you know, mm-hmm. like they never really had that phase. So it'll be nice to see them working together. I'm going to be sad when they're not having like hard eye talks out in the desert with the wind in their hair. And they go, like, rip each other's clothes off, which, not to say they won't do that. Um, a girl can dream. Yeah. So, hopefully, we'll get to see it. Just a little more friendship. Maybe right. maybe they'll play guitar together again. It'll be great. Remember that I picture? I think are going to get really bad before that happens, but I like where your, where your head's going. And, you know, everything is so bad in our current state of life, in our country. I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping for roses. Just everything's sunshine. <sighs> but as we know, that's not going to happen. Rewatching that finale, I was like, damn, they didn't have to do all this, but they did it. They did it. I mean, okay, let's talk about it. So Max, like Max is dead, people. Like it's not a Jon Snow, or actually it is kind of like a Jon Snow situation. Jon Snow was also dead. Mm-hmm. Um, He's going to come back to life. Like, come on, y'all. Like it's going to happen at some point. Um, But he's dead. And he might be dead for, like, a minute and a half, okay? Like, a minute. Let's remember, though, Liz is a doctor of regenerative medicine. 
That's her jam. That's her shtick. She is very like, I get this done. I, when I set my mind to something, she gets done. Mm-hmm. She doesn't mess around. And in the trailer, we saw her say, you know, Max gave me what the most important thing ever back or whatever the quote was. Um, and now it's my turn. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to shove him in a, in one of the pods just to keep him like, in, you know, from decaying or whatever would have ha- yeah. what happens to an alien body. Um, I don't think they're going to put him in Noah's broke ass pod, but I think they'll put him in like the pretty pads mm-hmm. for like the royal people. Cause we all know Max is like, they it's kind like of alluded Thor. to it. Yeah. Well, even Noah and him, he's like, you don't even know like who you are. And remember Noah was going to use them mm-hmm. as leverage. Right. So like clearly he's the big deal. So I was also thinking like, I really want Liz to be the one who figures it out and cracks the code and brings him back to life. Mm-hmm. But what if mm-hmm. the aliens come? And they're like, Bink, you're fine. You know, like, we don't know what his people who are full capacity alien can do. If he can heal people, like, at his, like, I guess weakened state, because he's not really honing his skills. Mm-hmm. Um, what can, like, an alien who's, like, a full-on alien do? So. Oh, yeah. And, you know, classic supernatural kind of, supernatural meaning the general form of supernatural lore is you know the more that you're closer with your culture or like the energies that you feed off of like the higher your power is so i mean i mean you know i'm excited what if Liz like um what if she because she's you know she's studying this regenerative medicine and she's also someone to me i know we haven't talked a lot about this and the show hasn't dove into it as much, uh, more so alluded. She's, she's spiritual, you know, like she, I, I see her as like a spiritual person. Like she's not just like science, science, science. Like she's someone that's like, I believe in, you know, she, she's an optimist, mm-hmm. maybe, more so. She's an optimist. And I could see her being someone that, you know, starts to, as she starts to look into these regenerative properties that could help Max, if she comes across like this alien lore and she's starting to learn more about the aliens and their culture, like I could see her falling into, you know, becoming obsessed with like the mythology and the culture and how that plays into it, especially because she's going to do anything she can to save him. And if that means she has to like believe in something that she can't scientifically understand, you know, what if she's the one that like calls the aliens and that's like her Hail Mary? I would love that. You know, like that could be really cool. And then what if someone's just like, that doesn't make any sense. And she's like, it doesn't matter. I have to try. Like I have to believe. Oh, Michael will be on board. I'll be like, girl, I have like a spaceship. Exactly. You know, like she's like, we have to believe like, and it's not just like, because she wants him to come back to life. Like, Maybe she like truly falls into this belief of whatever that, you know, is that they come across. But I think that'll be really cool for her character too, to bring in this like spiritual side because she's so science driven, because she is so data driven by the facts. Like Mm -hmm. how else does her character grow just like internally outside of the relationship, you know, with Rosa, the relationship with Max, with everybody else. Like how does, how does Liz just grow and like, where does her foundation lie? That could be really, really cool to see. Yeah. And well, it's funny you say that too, because 
I don't know why it didn't really stick with me. Well, probably because there's so much going on. Um, when Noah and Max are kind of having like their big showdown, he's like, dude, Noah, he's to Max. He's like, what do you think all of basically religion is based on? People from the sky with healing powers and like, right. he kind of like bases or kind of, I guess says all religion is based on aliens mm-hmm. in his own way. And like, whether that's true or not, that's, I guess what he believes. So, you know, maybe that's, they're going to, I don't know maybe like in the cave and it's very like Jesus-y and he's going to walk out of the cave, like come to life. And then they're going to have Easter ham and no, just kidding. We're not going to do that. No egg hunts, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I think, uh-huh. I think it's interesting that you say that, that she's going to have to, stop relying so much on the science and start going more into like things she doesn't understand. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's how the DeLucas will come into play too. If Mimi DeLuca has been abducted, mm-hmm. she's got someone's number. she got some digits. She can call up the alien friends. Mm-hmm. You know, she's just got her own troubles going on with her memory. So I feel like they'll have to crack that first before they can get answers from her. But I like where he had that. I like where he had that. Fine. This is, it's just, just so fun because this show, what I, I know we say it every episode, but I feel like we have to, it just, it really, it has some real cool mythology where we can actually like properly theorize, but it's all rooted in, you know, these, these characters and their, their individual journeys and they're relatable, you know, mm-hmm. like it's, they're based on loss, you know, finding out who you are, um, family you know betrayal like all these things all these like real human things and it's just it it's a nice balance of oh god that really hit me hit me home with you know what happened with Malik's and then it's like wait hold on we can we can ease it up a little bit and talk about the aliens (laughs) like the alien mythology so you're not like too upset about it not too open that's not not this is us you know, it's a little lighter. Although this is us is freaking amazing. And like, I love it. But like, sometimes I can't breathe watching that show I right, my bra totally. the whole time. But like, it's nice that you get all of these really important moments. And like, like you said, all of the connections with the family and friendships and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then you get like, the comic relief and the, you know, boys in cowboy hats, turning and looking over their shoulder in the church. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, damn, I will never get Never, that that is a cliche that I hope never goes away. It's not even a cliche. It's just it's just perfect. Yes, a I love it. I, sunset. Mm-hmm. I just I want everyone to have a cowboy hat mm-hmm. in this season and a mm-hmm. large belt buckle. Even the yes. women, everyone should have that costume. I love it. I'm excited. Yeah. Yes. So we will definitely be talking about every single episode. Mm-hmm. depth like more than you would ever think we should talk about it we're gonna do it we're gonna do it we're gonna be podcasting um i'm actually gonna try and get meg to podcast about legacies with me for the rest of the season you're almost caught up right i am and i love it so much it's so good like okay. i it's like a warm hug isn't it yes because i missed i didn't realize how much i missed vampire diaries mm-hmm. until i watched it like i've always had just like in my heart loving it and then you know i could be the actors and different shows like Trevino. It's really nice to see him doing something that isn't being an asshole werewolf. And yeah, it's just, it's so good. And it has like this Buffy vibe and I yeah, know. everyone, everyone go watch legacies too. I love it. 
it's so great. Like I just, oh, it's just, it gives me all the feels. I just, and I love hope. I think she's just, she's just so great. And Danielle Rose Russell, she's just so great. I just, oh, I love them all. Looks, I love them like, all, girl. She looks like a Disney princess. Like every time I look at her, I'm like, this is like who every Disney princess was modeled after. She just, yeah. Oh, She's Kaylee Brennan, uh, Jenny Boyd. They were, so they were also at SCAD TV Fest. And they were just, I'm telling you, so we, that was what, second or third time we've interviewed them. And class acts, just so respectable and pleasant. And not that, you know, most casts aren't, but it's just, it's just so nice when there's a show you love and you meet these people and they're genuinely appreciative of how much you love the show, their show. Right. And I feel like Ros, the, like the cast of Roswell is just oh, like that. There. Okay. First of all, the fact that they actually have listened to our podcast. Thanks guys. You're amazing. Right. right. Our, our IP us because yeah. <laughs> They're just so sweet. You know, they're like, hi, guys. Hi, Space Cowboys. Like, and, you know, and for those of you that have been in press opportunities before, they're just, you know, sometimes they can just be real, like, question, question, go, 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 go. They're just a group of people that really take the time to say thank you. And it, I, I have to believe that transcends to filming and, you know, what you, what happens on set and what you see on your screens. It just, it really, I think it makes a difference. I love it. Oh yeah. I feel like a a happy production gives you Mm -hmm. a better show and it just, you can tell they really appreciate the fans. They have such a warmth when they talk, whenever we ask them about the fandom and it's nice. It's refreshing for sure. It's refreshing and it's awesome. We're very lucky. Even though the world's on fire guys, like, just watch TV. I know. TV's good. <laughs> you know what we're doing? Here's, we only had one side note, and it was a baby side note. Here's the last side note as we're signing off. Um, we decided this weekend that we're going to watch the Lord of the Rings trilogy yes. because we didn't watch it over Thanksgiving, which is kind of usually that's our, the time that we do it. So we're just, we're just going to watch the Lord of the Rings, and, you know, I'm going to bake. Mm-hmm. Um, I might work out. I might not. I don't know. I'm going to, I'm going to keep drinking emergency and washing my hands and bacon. That's all you can do. I made some oatmeal cookies today. I bet you have an amazing oatmeal cookie recipe. I do. It's um, my husband's Southern grandmother. That's her recipe. Say what? Shortening. Yeah. Shortening. No butter. It's so good. I'll send it to you. Like oh, it's you send that to me. Amazing. But the whole house just smelled lovely. I just wanted the kids to come home to not chaos because that's right. all I did was watch chaos today mm-hmm. on, on the news. And I was like, all right, let's just, let's just fill the air with oats. Just have oats in the air. Oh and it was, it was delicious. We did the same. I just, I made, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make some nasty mac and cheese. Like we're just mm-hmm. going to eat cheese. I washed Val's Elsa dress. We came downstairs. We watched Frozen 2. Downstairs meaning the basement lair of kid. We yes. ate cheese. We hung out. Um, yeah, it's just. Mm. So, yes, if you're still listening at this point, bless you and we love you. I know. Also, <laughs> eat cheese, wash your hands, watch Frozen and Lord of the Rings. Yep. And do some baking. And, That's right. And, and watch Roswell, Roswell on, on Monday. Mm-hmm. 
That's we'll be good. back recording. Uh, and make sure you check out purefandom.com for all of our other amazing podcasts. We cover all the C-Dub shows, all if not most, all of them. I can't remember. Um, but we cover all sorts of amazing shows on there. And if you want to write for us, reach out to either Liz at purefandom.com or Meg at purefandom.com and uh, we'll, we'll get to you soon. Yes. And send oh. me cat pictures. There's that too. Yeah. Okay. Yep. <laughs> cat pictures. That'll, that'll bump you up in our inbox. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, girl. It's been, it's been fun. Absolutely. All right. We will see you when we're recapping the area. You'll hear us. We won't see you. That would be yeah. weird. Yeah. You don't want to hear that. us. <laughs> you will hear us when we're recapping episode one of season two and we're so excited thanks for listening everyone bye